What's up, family? Welcome to another exciting episode of Rappers in My Backyard. We rap about relationships, music, and entertainment. And today, the relationship that we are going to be dealing with and discussing is our relationship with West Coast Hip Hop with my special guest, Silky D. And you guys know I always like to kick us off with a quote to set the mood and keep us right and keep our mind on what we need to be thinking mm -hmm. about right now. And here's the quote for today. We can't always choose the music that life plays for us, but we can choose how we dance with it. And on that, are you guys ready to talk? express, relate, connect? Why well, know I am. So let's take it to the backyard with our amazing guest today, the one, the only, the queen, Silky D is oh, in the wow. backyard, yeah, baby. No, so I'm like, I'm so excited to be here. Oh yeah, my, my goodness. God. And that's the best. I would just say, just putting me out there like that. I appreciate that. Really hey, much. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Here in the backyard, we are telling our own story yeah. and you are instrumental in helping tell that story. And that's why we're so excited to have yeah. you here today. Yeah. Such memories here, man. I got, I got you got chills, yeah, but it's different back here though. Now yes, it is because you know, when we started back in the day, it was just dark. We felt everything had to be black. Yeah. Yeah. Paint <laughs> black the walls black. black. Everything, you know, was black <laughs> and the whole bit. So, but this is just like incredible. It's really incredible. I'm just saying you guys, uh, for those who have been through here, you got to come on back home. That's yeah, yeah. Say. Home is where the heart is. Mm -hmm. And what I want to do before we even start our discussion, because there's so many layers to this journey, mm -hmm. I just want to be able to set the table. And you help me because I know that you know these dates and you know these movements. So feel free to chime in yeah. because you were a part of these different levels yeah. of West Coast yeah. hip hop. So unfortunately, the West Coast hip hop scene sort of basically came out of the unfortunate Watts riots mm -hmm. back in 1968, I think. Yeah, it was 68. Um, at that time, uh, I was a Black Panther. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I mean, no. <laughs> I, you know, a teenager, teenager, and um, definitely represent uh what they were talking about. And then my cousin helped on top of that. My cousin is an original South Central uh, Black Panther. Okay. And okay. I really admired him. Uh, my father came out of a family with so many siblings. Like this cousin was at least about a good 10, 15 years older than me. Mm -hmm. But I looked up to him to the point that's what I wanted to be, a Black Panther. Right. And I started that mission in my own hood, in my own neighborhood. So that's what gave me that G status title. Right, right. Because you know, I stood up for like book, you know, I stood up for kids who were being bullied. Mm -hmm. And then house kids where their parents, um, 
unfortunate situations was happening that when they were running away from home or being molested, we were hiding. My mom didn't even know we were literally hiding these kids underneath my bed. Oh, so like, you had your Harriet Tubman going on at that I time. I really did, you know, and I got reminded of that by a very well-known person in this game because he was one of those kids. Wow. So that's the deep part about it that, you know, he actually said it at my, my birthday party. He says, you guys know Silky D as a DJ, but you don't know her as when she was a teenager, she was beating up people. <laughs> and helping people yeah. get to the you know, next part. So, you know, that G, that's where G's originally started, actually, that ending era of the Black Panthers and the Browns. Wow. You know, because the Browns, we don't leave them out either. Our Latino brothers was our brothers. Oh, yeah. 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 And they, I say Buddha heads. And I'm saying all things, so please don't be offensive because that's how we related to each other back in the day. My Buddha head, you know, this right. kind of thing. And it was out of love. You see what I'm saying? But it was the mission of being together and protecting kids that was being bullied on or helping them in that situation because we didn't know what to do or where to send them mm -hmm. to get help. Right. We only knew how to take care of them. Right. And Which brings them. me to the next part of out of that mm -hmm. unfortunate events with the Watts riots. Yes. A gentleman by the name of Bud Schulberg. Yeah. Put his money together, Created got funding writers, and everything. Uh, program, and yes. that's where you the got Watts the Watts writers. The, the Watts poets came out of that, and yes, then you got the last did. poets. And this is the original origin of West Coast hip hop, and from this that is space. from that space. Yes. And this is the reason why a lot, and I know a lot of our West Coast uh, people here are saying that we start hip hop first. Well, yes, we did, but understand the word hip hop. And the termination, the terminology of hip hop. Okay. And why they did it, you have to give it to New York. You have to give it to the Bronx. We right. have to give them that respect mm -hmm. because it was gangs that they had out there that they wanted to not fight each other with mm -hmm. guns and, and whatever the case may be and do it with words and dancing. So we have right. to give them that. But on the West Coast, the funk. On the West Coast, the Watts riots, the last poets, the the the, the Watts prophets. Right. Okay. Right. Yes, it did start here during that time. That time. But the word or the terminology hip -hop and the acronym of hip hop came from New York east. came from East. And let's give them their respect from that. We shouldn't right. be hating on that because right. the mission is all the same. Yeah, we're to, all trying about to deliver life. the That's message. Right. Saving yes. life, giving the message and the whole bit. And if we go and I, I go farther than that because when you're educated to where you come from, mm -hmm. when you come from the motherland of Africa and the indigenous ways, I definitely compare the five elements of hip hop are what our indigenous people did. Right. You know, right. When so before you, you go on to that particular part, mm -hmm. I just want to link on the fact that after we did get through the Watts riots yes. and that we did have that program that basically gave us the, the, the Watts Logic. poets, yes, you the know, yeah. We then was able, we're looking at the 1970s now when we had Alonzo Williams and his partner, which was a guy by the name of Roger Clayton. Right. And they formed the ultimate dream DJ company. Right. And they were sort of also cultivating and basically taking that movement and pushing it further. Correct. Now, they did really well with their DJ ultimate dreams however 
they end up separating Correct. and Alonzo went on to form the world class wrecking crew right. with Dr. Dre and Roger yeah, went on to on form the one, the only Uncle, Uncle James Army, Army, which I was honored to uh, to be a part of. Okay, you know um, there are some because we had a lot of uh, a lot of people need to know this. There are three generations of Uncle Jam's Army. Okay. So the third generation and probably the half of the second generation did not know I exist. Okay. See? So we won't ask them for any comments. Well, they, no, they, I'm just kidding. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> they didn't, they did not know, you know, right. that I was the female in Uncle Jam's Army. Okay. And you know, I was the, the female DJ as well as I am the famous voice on Dollar Freak of Uncle Jam's Army. Right. And I'm a, and we're going to deal with that too because yeah. like I said there's so many layers to it this. Is, I it just is. want the viewers to kind of understand the walk through it because after Alonzo and his buddy went and parted mm -hmm, ways. They parted ways. Then it became back in the early 90s that just linked on and connected to another part of our growth, which was the G-Funk era, yes. as well as a lot of our record companies yeah. started doing really well with Death Row Records, right. which was Dr. Dre, also uh, Lynch well, Mob that, Records right. with Ice Cube. Well, at that time, um, let's take it back a little bit, because during the 70s, the funk era was going on. Okay. Um, we also, for the record labels, we had a soul department. See, we have a art. soul department. Yeah, it used to be so. It used to be a soul for soul music. Wow. Okay. You got to understand Aretha Franklin and all of them. That was soul music mm -hmm. before funk came into the play. When funk came into the play, then they wanted to turn it around and call it R and B. Okay. And we still had a jazz mm -hmm. department. Now jazz is a part of R and B. If you go to a jazz concert, you're getting both. Right. Instead of just having jazz, they artists. need to be separate. Because my thing is, I mean, I know this is going off a little mm -hmm. bit, and I just want to touch it mm -hmm. because it's like each one of those genres of music comes from a different struggle. Yes, it and does. And the story is being told in different ways, and yes, that's it does. why we need to keep those different genres separate. Because R and B, you're trying to go at it a different level. Right. Hip hop, which I love, yeah, is I love the rawness of that because it's not about pulling any punches. We no. just go with what we need to say and we push that forward. However, I do think that everybody should have the opportunity to tell the story as they see fit. Right. And that's why I think that R&B and jazz is two different struggles at two different time periods and from different results. Yeah. So I just hope that we just keep those genres separate. Yeah. And, and just keeping it going. Well, you made a key point. Funk is about uh, drugs, sex, you and, drugs, and drugs, and sex. Uh, it, matter of fact, mostly all your music. If you take it back to uh, yeah, there was a lot of drugs in the forties and the twenties and stuff. They talked about marijuana in their songs. Really, jazz, that's what jazz was a part of. Was marijuana? Uh, uh, even though those they talked about marijuana, but then on the back end, there was a lot of artists that was on cocaine. Mm -hmm. Okay, for them to perform, but they didn't sing about cocaine they mostly put that in a more uh i would say a classic jazz or acid jazz type of type music. of a music right and then um from because every every drug gave you a different feel you know yeah. i would assume. in the funk in the funk era it was about it was about love right you know everybody want to love or get freaked out or uh, right. you know and 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 
the drugs type of thing, as well as spiritual, earth, wind, and fire. If you listen to, you know, right. the Staples Center, the Staples Singers and all of this, they had a spiritual for it. That was their way of gospel to relate right. to people right. than being under that church method. So those type of things still go on in our life in every type of dec decade or era. It's just that what happened is when rap came into the play, it was all positive and everybody can relate to the life. And then it got to when NWA, why they promoted NWA, and it's not their fault, but this is where they saw something that could destroy us. Right, Because right. see, crack, crack came into the game. You see what right. I'm saying? And guns. So our music was definitely negative Cracking all the time. Cracking guns. Yeah, basically. Our music was negative all the time. And they did that purpose to wipe out the other departments in our music. Right. They had the uplifting. At now, the music company. before we really cut into that, I just mm -hmm. want to add that last caveat to our West Coast journey. Mm -hmm. And we got to mention this because I just want the viewers to understand how this fence linked up yeah. to make us prominent in the 90s with our form of hip-hop right and we could have not done that without 1580 k-day dj greg mack because oh, yes. 58k day was the first radio station that would even play hip-hop 24 7. you said and that, that point, made the 24 7 difference. because we had michael mixon moore and tony joseph doing it for a midnight show on kjlh right. because i was a part of that as well yeah before yeah. K before i became the first female mix master for k-day i was on kjlh for their midnight with Tony Joseph and Michael Mixon Moore. Oh, okay. So that's a that's a history that we need to talk about too because Michael Mixon Moore did incredible things that others were not doing yeah. in the hood. Yeah. And uh, wow, just you know, I mean, just, that I got just chills brings, because that I was so a part of that. That was a trip. So yeah. let's get to the questions, yeah. man. Because, like I said, I just wanted to lay that for those that don't know about West Coast hip hop, right, right. that it derived out of the unfortunateness of the Watts riot. Yes. Then it started to evolve through the, you know, the, yeah, the Watts being, movement. The Watts and then movement, it just being kept a G going. to being gang members now. Right, you right. know what I'm saying? Because so let's keep the picture right there right. as I let ask you the first question. Mm -hmm. And that is, what does West Coast hip hop mean to you? Now we didn't lay the epitaph. Oh, and so I want to know, what does it mean to you? What does it mean to you? West Coast hip hop is about expression and showing a way of life that, I mean, cause trust me, there's some songs that, yeah, it makes me gangster. You know what Which song do you like? <laughs> There's a lot of songs that give me that gangster mentality in my business. Right. Don't right. mean that I have to go out here and do dirty work. It's just the mindset yes, of yes. how I do business. And if it was not for it, uh, I don't think I would surprise be surprised, you know, survive today as well as being well respected because I had to deal with some Real gangsters. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I've had my experience uh, with pimps and players being a DJ. <laughs> I'm you sure. Me? Because they were the ones who were hiring us. Yeah. They, they were had the ones that, that put us. at that time. Exactly. It they was had street the cash. Money. And when it came down to parties and clubs and the whole bit, although pop, they didn't think pop, that I pop, could pop, DJ at the time, I had to use the males to go and be my front. Before I came in to come in to DJ oh, a party. Yeah, you had to. That, that that went with everything. Never imagine. Never imagine a female DJ. No. See? No. But yeah. 
They did. And that's well, that's after you. after they saw me coming in there and they first I would come and check out the place. And they'd be, oh, you coming to the party? Oh, I said, gosh. yeah, that's what I tell them. Yeah, I'm coming to the party. Oh, yeah, we want you to come to the party. I said, yeah, I'll be there. And then I turn around, and here I am walking in my pumps, carrying in my record crates on each side and my mini skirt. And it was like, oh, my gosh. You the we DJ? And they started on their big banana phones and stuff. This is a female DJ. This is a female DJ. Chris the Glove told me that I was trying to be, I was trying to be outdo the guys. And it wasn't Never even like, he just told me that a couple of weeks ago. Oh my God. That I was trying to be a boy and I'll do the guys. It wasn't that. It was just, I really love music as a kid. Love music. I was, I was so what would records you say on the record play. Is your, your, what would you say is your contribution to West Coast hip hop? Wow. Because I got to keep us on this thing, you know, because me and you, you, we can just go side streets and everything. But for our viewers, my we really just want to really, that, My that contribution walk. really is the fact that I am the first female DJ okay. in the club scene. First woman audio owner company. Right. Uh, what was the name of your company? Secret, Secret Weapon Weapons. Sounds. Okay. Secret Weapon Sounds. Okay. First woman to run that. Not only that, hire kids out of the neighborhood. I literally fed a neighborhood. Jeez. You know, because some of their parents was on crack. I saw kids out here on the street and I said, uh, how come you're not in school? Oh, God. Oh, well, one kid, literally, one kid said, well, you know, my mom, I'm, I'm trying to watch it when she gets her food stamps and stuff, so she won't spend it to buy it. I said, let me tell you, and I told this young man that, you go to school, and I'll pay you $25 to mow my lawn on the weekend. See, that's And then good turned stuff. around and have him come in where, actually, he started learning how to be on the turntables or learning how to put equipment together or make our own speakers because, at the time, white boys did not allow for black business owners to come in and to get that that mm-hmm. that, that extra 50 right that 50 percent as you are as a business owner right they wanted us to just buy it straight out like everybody else oh gosh so no. the opportunity was not there and i'm a, from that i went from that to becoming the first woman sound stage manager director now for wait Tina a Marie minute and come on now. wait a minute before you even go there because yeah. we're getting ready to go to break i want to know how did you get the opportunity to actually record the 80s classic Dow of Freak with Uncle Jam's Army before we go to break because we're going to play it during yeah. the break okay. and so we'll we'll reapproach it when we come back but just tell us real quickly before we go to break uh Egypt and I playing around at the Veterans Auditorium because we're both Prince lovers oh god yeah and you know with Uncle Jail's Army oh, like gosh. a big army and we always kidding and joking and stuff all right. back there like I was one of the boys actually but that's how that happened okay and well I'm gonna tell we, you we gonna, we gonna connect on that after okay. break okay we're getting ready to go to break we're going to actually revisit that we're going to play the actual record during the break yeah. so that they'll be able to hear it and so we can come yeah. back and talk more about it also we are going to be throwing on the Greer okay. grill today uh-huh. Megan the Stallion uh, because yeah. of the fact that she won the case to be able to play her music and yes. I think both of us as females have a lot to say about that so Everybody just stay with us. Mm-hmm. We will be back shortly. Hey, so stay with us, be with us, and we love you. We'll be right back. All right. What's up, family? Man, the break went fast. 
our time with the great Silky D seems like it's slipping fast. Like I told you guys, she has a story. She's been with every level of hip hop as we've grown and she continues to be a difference maker in what we do today. And so we're just so thankful to have her. You guys had an opportunity to listen to that 80s classic yeah. and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about it with the great, amazing Silky D. So we back at it, Silky D. Yeah, that record so, to me, I think, made Uncle Jam's Army go way over the top, even though they don't give me the credit for that. That's the only record that I knew of you know, with Uncle Jam's they Army. They give me the credit. So. I'm going to be real. I'm putting it out there. My so name is not, not on the, the record. I'm not on the credit. Get out of town. Well, because it, it started with a phone call at two something in the morning. For me to come to the studio. Okay. And I not I, a booty call. Not phone a booty call. call. <laughs> uh, yeah, because if it was Egypt, apparently told Roger, and um, Roger called me and said, "Hey, we want you in the studio." So are we talking about Roger Clayton, Clayton yes. the one that Roger was Clayton. with Alonzo Williams, right? Right. With the okay. An Egyptian lover. Uh, we're great friends to this day, but that record came down to the studio. And oh my God, we were in there and uh, they said, well, we want you to say this. We want you to say this. So I had the earphones on the head, right? And I'm in the studio and I heard Roger all through my ears with all this moan and groan and stuff. So I, I couldn't digest it, right? <laughs> I couldn't digest it. I, was just, I said, okay, I need you guys to, because I'm looking at like almost the whole crew. Right, Through right. this big glass. I said, could you guys just do me a favor? Just can we turn off the lights? Right. Literally. I said, turn off the lights. And then that's when I had to imagine at that time with my boyfriend to get what, what Roger was talking about mm -hmm. in the ears and what Egypt was going over those type of words to imagine the scene that what they're talking about, about dialing a freak. Right, right. right. So that's what happened and that's what had evolved. And all I can say, I think it was Steve Yano. Yano, he said, uh, "Rest in peace, yes, Steve man. Yano." Steve Yano, I think was he's a the, beast. Yeah, the he really helped this movement. Like, you have an incredible voice. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm you know. telling you, when you close your eyes and listen to the song, I'm, I'm telling you, you, mm. you don't need a mate. You just need a few well, loose a things me, hanging around. A guy told me on Facebook that he he got a uh, he thanked me because he was getting a ticket by the cop uh -huh. and the cop. He said the song was on the radio, and the cop said, "Who's that? Who's singing that?" He said, "That's Dollar Free," and he got away with not having a ticket. So he thanked me saying, <laughs> about Dollar my voice free. because if you think about Sylvia Robinson was the first moaning and groaning right, of pillow right, talk, right? Right. Then you got Donna Summer, right? So I'm talking about the eras now, and then you got me, right, of hip hop with my sexy sound, yeah. So and then you got now you have many, many more oh, of those. Yes. What's up, family? Yeah. It was getting so hot in here Ooh. that the electricity went out on the block, which killed my YouTube and would kill the link. So okay. thank you so much for yeah. sticking with us. Let's get back to this heated conversation. Know, you was right? about to spill it on Uncle Jam's army. Oh my God. I guess they just went on from the grave and disconnected <laughs> us. I mean, okay. Yeah, well, what happened is, is, you know, I didn't get credits on there. My name is not on the record, right? Right. But when I had to perform, I made Roger pay me. They so you get, got paid at least. I got paid okay. when I performed. And what was interesting, I was the only one that was getting paid on the Uncle Jam's Army team. Okay. Uh, Bobcat. And well, I think Egypt talked about that. You know, when they found out that, okay, Silky is getting money, then that's when we started demanding, hey, you need to pay us. Right. You feel me? Right. I mean, oh my God. 
I mean, it was so hard to get paid. It was just like, I mean, how long can you go volunteering? Right. I mean, just as a girl, we always had to volunteer. Right. I always had to make baked cookies, cook dinner, this, that, and the other that for too. me to get a track. I did that. Okay? Yeah. The guys just come on the scene and the stuff is available to them, yeah, well, you know? Yeah, see, and you said to get a track. And for me, I just love <laughs> cooking and feeding everybody because I just feel that if you don't have money, you no, got you to everybody. No, you have to do other things for a track. You I have, just, right. you know. I, no, no, I got you. <laughs> I totally got you. But my point of it is, is that when it takes, when it takes teamwork, yes. uh, it's in every aspect. Yes. You know, we got to make sure that you eat. We got to make sure you get rest. Yes. We got to make sure you have what it takes to, uh, to get out here and do what you do, whether you need supplies. Yeah. Yeah. Encouragement. Love who, whoever that you're loving. You see right. what I'm saying? So that's all a part of teamwork and making things happen or being a part of it. Yes. And know that your contribution in it is going to turn into you having a track. Right. So what I want to ask you, mm -hmm. did you make your own mixtapes as a DJ? Did I you did. sell mixtapes? I did. I was How selling much my, you charge? My mix, you know what? <laughs> incredibly, my mixtapes was going for a dollar a minute. So we had 30 minutes. A dollar and, a minute? Mm -hmm. Wow. We had 30 minutes mixtapes. We had 90 minute mixtapes. And you best believe I was getting paid $60 wow. on, up on my mixtapes. And then I had people that uh, wanted me to make special mixtapes, whether they had because my my album collection was incredible. Yeah, you had all the records because you know, I, I went my album collection went all the way back mm -hmm. to the before the sixties. Right, we but used to a, borrow records from you to, to make hits over yes, here in the backyard. Did. Well, that was a so. part of you know that was my part of uh, gratefulness and thankfulness because Greedy Greg was a business partner of, of Secret Weapon Sounds. Okay. Before he started Greedy Greg Entertainment, mm -hmm. he was the third partner of my company. Oh, Of the wow. audio company. Okay. And when he decided to break off to do Greedy Greg Entertainment. Right. Right. And records, he, the original uh, set of equipment that he left with us, mm -hmm. he left it to us. He didn't even take it. Wow. And out of that, what could I do out of great, of helping building our business, mm -hmm. he had unlimited access to my record billia at the place. Right. So, and yeah, I just that was my way of in. just giving back and being thankful for what he did for us. We in right. turn had to do the same. And that's how business partners work or affiliations work, how we work with each other. Right. I didn't want to cut him off. You leaving your equipment? Mm -hmm. Come on. Yeah. You know, to go yeah. do this? Mm -hmm. Oh, man, any time. Right. Anytime you can come get some records, anytime you can come get some equipment, that's free right. because you already invested in, in the movement already. Exactly. Right. So and I, see, you don't much respect find that. that in many people. No, you don't. Because one thing that I do know, he's a lot take. different than, than I am in yes. terms of things. His philosophy has always been that he makes stars. He doesn't chase them. Right. And that and is just, make and he makes stars, yes. baby. Yes. So my thing is, is that if more of us would just take that into our lives, meaning just help people. If you have right. the means to help somebody, just help them. Because somebody help you. Right. But we where, never where, see where do you do that. stuff and don't realize. Exactly. Where do, how can you do something and not humble yourself to know that you have had help? Right. We hear these stories. Oh, I did everything by yourself. <laughs> okay. Well, check it out. <laughs> Trust me. 
I can do everything by myself. People have seen me do it. Right. But even though I'm doing that by myself, I still got help. Yes. I yes. got a DJ on the side. Yes. You see what I'm saying? I got the artists and stuff to come and perform on the stage. Right. Whatever that it took to put that together to perform in front of people, I'm not by myself. Right. Not at all. Even though I've done most of the work. But you're never but by I'm yourself. Not, but you're never by yourself. You right. never have done it by yourself. Period. Right. Right. Period. And we hear that and they promote that to these young people. And it's it's unfortunate. It's disrespectful and it's very arrogant to be that way. And then you wonder why nobody don't like you or you wonder why your career comes short or you don't have no friend, real right. true friends that you really need in your camp. Mm -hmm. To help you. And, exactly. And that's what this that's particular podcast came out of. The fact of... For us being yeah. involved in the music industry, yes. we got a relationship oh, problem. All the time. And that is why I wanted to do this podcast based on relationships, music, and entertainment. Yes. Because our relationships go south once one of us gets to eat before mm. the other. Mm. Instead of us Talk realizing that. that we still need each other, no matter whether you get paid before I get paid, it still has to be we a relationship. Yeah, it is a that we respect each other on. Yes. It is a relationship in everything that you do. A lot yeah. of people confuse relationship as a relationship being in a love relationship. Yeah. Uh, relationships is everything that you do. You have a relationship with your boss at your job. Yes. You have a relationship. You see what I'm saying? When you go in the store, the relationship is that you are taking in my products and you're doing whatever and you say hello and are you having a nice day? Right. We've had a relationship. And why when they don't think about this then you wonder why you got haters on your team or you wonder why you got some backstabbers on your team because we don't talk express relate connect exactly just like what me and you are doing right now yeah you when you have a conversation with someone that allows you to express yourself through that expression yeah. we can relate to each yeah, other then definitely. once we relate we can connect yeah. you know yeah and that's what the foundation of this podcast is on and that's why people like you are going to help move yeah. this conversation the relationship forward yes. in telling your story and mm. that's why it needs to be told here because a lot of us originated from this space we were kids we didn't know what we were doing yeah i remember but now when you we were young women, and hanging you know? around and running around yeah, this one right here with mocha step <laughs> one of the singers of mocha step by the way she's not mentioning that but yeah she no is. it ain't me i just yeah. look like her yeah. but like no that. the the Moke and Steph, mm -hmm. like like I said, we really need another show. This cannot be the first one. Okay, we won't do that. Because I just got the <laughs> signal that we need to go to the grill. Yes, we do. So let's, let's go can to we the fire, grill. Can we fire we gotta it go right to now? Grill. I ain't got nothing because, you know, the power went down. So we grill this. I don't got a spatula or nothing yeah, else like well, that. We, we just roll with what we roll with. I got so let's go to the grill. We got Megan the Stallion. Mm. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, let's let it burn, put, baby. Let I'm it putting burn. the coal on right now. Oh, I'm my putting goodness. the coal on right now. But it's good. It's good. It's good. So, mm. our girl Megan the Stallion. Yeah. She's blowing up the streets with her hip hop music, her yeah. style, her sexiness, and everything. Mm. 
Well, just like with every story in hip hop, there was somebody that believed in her. Right. And, you know, they invest in you and do all of those cool mm -hmm. things. However, we have to sign this thing called a contract. Right. And when we are first bright eyed and bushy tailed, we just sign that contract, don't we? Mm -hmm. We don't take it to anybody to see that our rights and things that we want to do are involved. I'm not saying this was her situation. Right. I'm just speaking on my own. Yes. And it leads us somewhere that we don't exactly know where. But she was ready to release new music. Right. And she had took her record label, 1501, mm -hmm. to court. And she won and was able to release her new music this past Friday, March 6th. Right. What is your thought about that? Coming uh, from where you've come and seeing so many women and what we had to deal with as it referred to our work as an artist. Well, unfortunately. <laughs> Back to you not getting any credit. Ooh, I'm just saying. When you go up against the Jeez. powers that be, mm -hmm. which happens to be the men who are controlling uh, this this entity, this industry. Right. Um, and they don't like certain things. Or what don't they, they don't, like? No, right. I'm just kidding. They don't like certain things, <laughs> and they don't like the fact that okay, you resist them, or they don't like the fact that uh, you won't allow for them to control you, especially for females. Yes, uh, you can have a, a harder road of achieving the things that you want to do. You know, me being in this game for thirty years, thirty-five years, almost forty years. Wow! And I know why I'm not on top. I know why, because one, I refuse to be on the casting couch and I've been in the movie world, the model world, right? you know, as well as being in, in as a, a singer, uh, to me being a DJ, uh, couldn't stop me as a business owner. But right. the whole point of it is I know why I'm not on top because of what's going on in their heads out of what they want to get out of me as well as make money off of me. Right. And so what do you think that, that Megan, do you think that she she handled this the right way or because I, uh, you know what to me that's a big accomplishment for a woman to take a label to court and win i know now my concern is if we don't wake up from this women to support her then her career is going to go down the drain yes because you, you know the kibosh is, is being we've scheduled right now we've seen it with many others and it's yes. okay i don't have a problem saying this it's okay but i want you to know it you know and i know that we all have to make choices in our life by what you want and and how you want your fame i'm just not that one i just refuse to i don't i don't feel that i have to sleep with a producer or or whatever to do the things that i have achieved and trust me i have achieved it Right. It may not be in the way that how the achievement, how you see it as a society of being on the fancy show and the whole bit. And I've had a lot of my content stolen, too, that I see that is on a network. Right. So because I refuse to sleep with somebody. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Right. You know? the, the, that's a real situation. I, I'm just keeping yeah. real. It, that's a you real know, situation. These are the things that I don't talk about, but since I'm on your show and you're a woman, <laughs> and I'm, it's not about the Me Too because I'm not taking advantage of the Me Too situation. The, the Me Too situation is good and bad because we have women that out there that take advantage of it and they just go overboard with it. They be extreme with it. Right. But women from the very beginning of time have had the most abuse, whether a male 
don't like it or not. We have males. Yes. Have they been abused? Of course they have. I'm not right. denying that. But women as 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 what um, as my Many comedian cities have been built on our back. You know, David Chappelle said, <laughs> excuse the expression. David Chappelle said if he had a choice between a bomb and I'm going to keep it clean with what we got between our legs, he chose the bomb. Wow. Because we go through a lot. Yeah. We go through a lot. Now, you know? sticking with that Megan the Stallion situation, yeah. just me as being someone that was in the game yeah. and had to basically decide whether I wanted to con continue on with that type mm -hmm. of control in reference mm -hmm. to who I am and, oh, that and fantasy what I want to do. Dream. Yeah. Right. It's, I feel very excited for her because I, yes. regardless of what the repercussions are, right. I think that she opened a door yes, that needed to be opened. I agree. Because you're not going to tell me when I can speak. I'm not a pet. Right. You're not going to sit up there and pet me on the we head. We have the same right think, as as we hear what these rappers or artists are going out to say they got to be them. Right. We have the same rights too. And for her to do that and win? Yeah. Well, she tried to renegotiate her contract, but because I guess she signed the contract when she was like 20 years old. Right. So she tried to renegotiate it. But when they get you dumb, they keep you dumb. Mm -hmm. Okay. Most so definitely. there is no renegotiation. And shame nothing. on her manager. You know? Shame on her manager because if that manager... He or her is not well uh, um, literate or, or into that business or knowing about contracts and the whole bit. Because some of them, of course, yeah. the money you, you know, rather have the manager doing your contract as opposed to you having an entertainment lawyer. Mm -hmm. Shame on that person that has led her down to the road. Right. We all have a responsibility. But when people are milking you for the money, that's all they can think about is the money. They don't give a damn about you. Right. They don't Quick, care what you you're going through. And you're wondering why you is. get to a letter that you crack. You wonder why a lot of entertainers crack, you know, because you're it, getting cheated out of what you worked hard to accomplish. Exactly. You know, and, and, and that's why I wanted to throw Megan on the grill today, because I'm saying like, I don't know what her contract right. obligations is, right. but what I do know is that me as a female and you as a female, we trying to do hip hop in general. Mm. I, that can only stand mm. on hip hop that it has just been one thing after another yeah. in terms of being controlled and not being able to let your music breathe freely. Correct. So I don't know your contract, Megan, but I say thumbs up. Well, she got it. Wait, no, the on the we grill. We give the thumbs up. On the grill. The grill And I'm going hot. to listen to your music and I'm going to yep. promote it. Yep. And, and so should I, everybody else. Yeah. Because she did. She opened here. Get that here we shit, going. guy. Being a pioneer. Yeah. And being the first of something. Opening up the yeah. door. For somebody else. For someone else. Yeah. For everybody, yep. but especially for females, because we, so really, we don't get that. Right. We salute you, That's baby. right, baby. West Coast on yep. you, Megan. Yeah, West way. Coast it, girl. West Show Coast. us how to do that thing. You know? So let's get back to the questions with you. Mm. I mean, because we could keep on Ooh, I got talking about the grill, but I want to know what your opinion is about how the Internet has affected the profession of the female DJ. Do you think it's helped? hindered what things are you seeing right now well the internet is a curse and a blessing yes, yes it is you just know, like you see we just went down right. that, that, i mean what's it's up with a, that it's a curse and a blessing what i don't like is the fact that they have a computerized or an ai dj 
female DJ representing us. See, and the DJs that are out here. That's what I don't. So, like. what is it? Just like a speaker? What? Do you, what? Paint that picture for me. What are you talking about? She an is AI a, DJ. A, a computer DJ. She is a female computer computer DJ, and earphones and everything, and rocking. And she's supposed to be rocking the party. Now, that's what I don't like. That yeah. we're getting into where we're going to be replaced. DJs. First of all, DJs should be highly respected because we are the beginning of engineering yes we are the ones who promote the artists we make the artists who it is yeah. we are the ones that control the environment in a situation of a party scene of making everybody happy right and you need a pulse last time i checked yes. to pay a record to make my body move yes i can't see so an the, electronic person doing so the, that. the dj is the beginning of everything. Yeah. That I mean, look at the famous DJs that are now the famous producers and rappers that yes. have gone into bigger light. It came from DJing. It is the training of the ear yes. to the music, to the beats, to the instruments, the whole bit. And it, we have to come back to that. We, Even though technology is here, we have to come back to the basics because that is the beginning of things, how everything has been made. Right, right. And so if you're just getting this is the reason why those who are just into technology and not doing not getting the basics of stuff is why we hear all this. Da, 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 da. <laughs> you know, all of these different music, all of these different lights. But and, and it's a push of a button and that's it. People are dancing to it and that's it. Yeah. You have a DJ. But I missed that, the scratching like the this whole a, performance so like DJ scratching. When you my study back. music. Because you have to study music. Yeah, you do. And you also have to understand the rhythm, the ways of the of the equalizer. Mm -hmm. So you don't even know that you're being a human equalizer when you're playing your records. Right. When you're allowing the wave to go through. When you're bringing the person down to slow down or to or to take a break to go get a drink and then heighten them back up to get woo to the to the highest where yeah. Oh, okay, I don't sweat it out. I need to get me another drink. Right. Because it's a talent saying? to do that. You know, so now all these people that always think that they can mimic and jump in our seat yeah. and sit up there and have a CD going hmm. and that's it. And you move in the crowd. Let's take it back to the real, real profession. And I'm not going to mention DJing. no names, but we got DJs that pop out of nowhere. Don't even know if they ever DJ before, but <laughs> they go mention their name. DJ, you know who I'm talking about, right? And don't have no history no of DJ and no nothing. But the oh fact that they gosh. call, they put a DJ in front of their name and stuff. Now all of a sudden they're, they're this they're incredible person. They're and y'all know who I'm talking about. But the whole Yeah, let's, is, start, let's not let's right. drop any names. But uh, mad respect for the DJs who's been in this game, has done the work, has been on the scene, have studied their craft, created their music. And, uh, and brought us to where we are. No So doubt. let me squeeze in a couple more questions because yeah. since we went down, I didn't have a chance to say everything. So Go I ahead. just want to ask you some things. What are you working on now, Silky D? Oh what are you working God. on? What you what up to? What I'm up to? <laughs> well, I, I'm going to be launching Queen's Mic. I want okay. to uh, allow a format for females to come and get on the mic and do their thing with their poetry and their rap and their singing. Wow. Because we don't okay. have enough 
avenues for them to just be. Who yeah, they there's are. no training ground because this the game girls is definitely male dominated. So right. you know, why not open up some places for them to come and do their thing? Yes. So that's launching off May second. As a matter of fact, I make sure I want yeah, you there. Yeah, let and me know. The, I, I want to support that. And movement. at the same breath, on that day, I'm doing um, Ladylike because that's my company. Tea Hatters. I want to acknowledge a lot of females that have put it down in our communities yeah. in every aspect, whether you're an artist or, or a, a radio announcer or a politician. Right. You know, right. if you've been a woman that's been in the uh, foster care business and stuff, mm -hmm. I want to, you know, give them trophies or give them flowers. Yes. Um, of what they've been doing because they need to be acknowledged. Um, a lot of other things with the Hip Hop Universal, of course, Hip Hop Universal Museum by me being the entertainment director. I got a lot of people who want to do community programs. So I help a lot of nonprofit organizations mm -hmm. to launch off these youth programs. Well, where where and can they find this additional information? Do you have a website? Yeah, Five Points Youth Foundation. Five That's Points, points the number five? Uh, no, spell, spell out it five. out for them. Yeah, Five Points, F-I-V-E, youthfoundation.org. Okay. You can look at all the programs there in the five elements of hip-hop that I put in the community. Um, United Hood Nation, I am the X Factor behind that. Give me some. Jobs create peace where yep. you can come out of jail with a felon record, not even have a high school diploma, and we educate you, uh, pass drug tests, the whole nine yards, and work a high-paying job and not just go there of getting a high-paying job. And Check not knowing what it to in do executive with that. Take it into uh, yes. executive positions. I am the X factor behind mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. So they got to go to the website yeah. to continue with that information. Yeah, I mentioned it. Uh, and the Compton 125 Historical Society. So all those who are in Compton, the history of Compton, you need to connect to the 125 Compton Historical Society. I am the executive advisor behind that. I'm 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 behind a lot, a lot of, of things. Stuff. Well, that's for why us to I do. needed you on this show yeah. because, like I said, you continue to be a positive piece to this amazing hip hop man. journey. And the last question I have for yes. you before we go: How did you get my backyard? Hey, you just gave me a phone call. <laughs> She you gave me a phone call. Listen, I was the first, first female. I didn't realize first get female, out of town. first rapper. Oh Greg, Greg, Greg told that to me today. I didn't even know that the first rapper here in his backyard. Oh my god! Besides being the first Silky female, D. isn't that something? Yes. We're yeah, so man. happy to have yeah. you. This Thank you so much, Queen, for Thank blessing you. us with the history Thank and just you. giving us the real. And uh, we love you for that. Man, you guys, and look, look. I'm telling you right now, to me, this is like on um, this here is the level of the breakfast club. So oh, you I guys, you I'm serious. That. No, this is on the level of the breakfast club. And you guys really need to support this. Hit up. Rappers in your backyard on YouTube. Yes, you subscribe, know, subscribe, comment, like the whole nine comment, yeah. many comments and stuff. Hit her up, tell her what's going on, so we can perfect this and see many and more. Keep great growing people. with it. Keep yeah. growing for it. I yeah. appreciate you, Queen. I Thank really you. Do. I'm trying to make it. a difference, girl. You, you know how hard that is. Yes, it is. But next week mm -hmm. we got coming to the backyard, Miss mm -hmm. Danielle. Okay, she has a new single called Pull Up. Okay, and uh, we're going to talk about our relationship with these sex.
sexually Ooh, infused lyrics. I might have to come and sit on the couch. Yeah, they got a couch right here. Audience, just yeah. be. They can have a nice little audience yes. going on here. I have to come yes. in there. And for those foodies out there, business, y'all need to come and promote and, and, uh, and yeah. let her try some of your tweet, treats, food, That's or whatever, it. and make it happen. Because uh, I look at these type of shows to support the community, meaning our, our businesses yes. that we have yes. here. Yes, we got to do it. We got to promote we gotta them do it. in every kind of way. And that leads us to the quote that mm -hmm. I opened up with. Go ahead. That we can always choose the music that mm. life plays for us. Yeah. But we can choose the way we dance to it. Uh -huh. So thank you for dancing to the music, contributing to the growth of West Coast hip hop. And we love you and we want you back for sure. So. Rappers in my backyard, baby. Yes, yeah. We are the podcast that stays litty. And today is no exception. We rap about relationships, music, and entertainment. And today we had a chance to have a queen in the building. And I'm so happy and thankful for Silky D bringing it. And you guys remember, as you go throughout your week, talk, express, relate connect it'll keep your lives in check and y'all know what we do every sundays at two we do our thing so make sure you tune in and like i said next week we got miss danielle she gonna pull up on us and so thank you guys for hanging with us through the disconnects of the internet but we got you so keep it locked we love you and thank you again we're out of here love you guys